0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the changing power dynamic of the California delegation. Number two, Senator Graham's Codell to Africa. And number three, the latest on Virginia's 4th District. All right, let's get into it. We have a top this morning looking at the California delegation and how it's been one of the most powerful and important in Congress. But the Golden State's D.C. presence is undergoing a major overhaul. So let's just consider the background here. You have, of course, Senator Dianne Feinstein, the 89-year-old senior senator who has been in office since 1993. She's going to be retiring at the end of Congress. Of course, Feinstein is the longest-serving woman in Senate history and an icon in California politics, although she's slowed down notably in recent years. And of course, you've got Representative Barbara Lee, the Democrat from California, first elected to the House in 1998, who has officially jumped into the race for Feinstein's seat. The 76-year-old Lee joins Representatives Adam Schiff and Katie Porter for what's shaping up to be a very interesting Senate race the other high pro and many other high profile Democrats could still get into this uh, Senate race to replace Fi. Of course, these seats uh, rarely are open. Another name that's getting tossed around a lot is San Francisco mayor, London Breed, uh, Lee Schiff and Porter must give up their house seats to run for Senate. However, of course, any of the three could drop out of the race and file to run for their house seats. Again, California's deadline is March, 2024. Of course, Speaker Emerita Nancy Pelosi has taken a very different role in the 118th Congress. And there's a lot of question about whether she'll serve uh, this entire Congress. She said yes, repeatedly, but a lot of skepticism remains. The large California Democratic delegation was a huge block of votes for Pelosi during her rise to power. And of course, the 82-year-old Pelosi was replaced by another California Republican, Kevin McCarthy, as Speaker. Still, you've got former Democratic Representative Karen Bass, another high-profile figure in the delegation, was sworn in as mayor of L.A. two months ago, and there are a number of aging Democrats. Representatives Grace Napolitano at 86, Maxine Waters at 84, Anna Eshoo at 80, and Doris Matsui and John Garamendi are both. 78 a number of other california democrats are in their 70s so of course not saying that any of these members are leaving the cycle or that democrats will lose control of the seats if they do yet it's clear that a number of california democrats are closer to the end of their career than the beginning and their departures would contribute to turnover in the delegation so a couple of other things worth watching here one uh just looking at the exodus of people from California. California lost a House seat following the 2022 census. That's the first time that's ever happened. And now there are Californians who are sick of high, the high cost of housing in particular, but crime, long commutes, and other factors that have been playing into this exodus. The Golden State still has 9 million plus more residents in Texas, but the gap is closing. Another thing to watch. California has gone from a projected huge budget surplus to a huge budget deficit. And this is going to be a serious problem for Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom, a potential 2024 White House hopeful. And we expect the delegation will get pulled into this fight. We'll have to see how it impacts this cycle's congressional races. Speaking of Californians, this is very interesting. The Senate Foreign Relations Committee will vote next Tuesday on Eric Garcetti's long-stalled nomination to be U.S. ambassador to India. The former L.A. mayor was first nominated to the Post in July 2021, but he failed to win Senate approval. President Joe Biden re-nominated Garcetti on the first day of the 118th Congress. Of course, his prospects, unfortunately for him, have not gotten much better since the uproar over his handling of sexual misconduct allegations against a top aide in his mayoral office surfaced. In the face of strong GOP opposition, it's likely that Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who just visited India, would have to burn valuable floor time to confirm Garcetti. The White House, meanwhile, is eager to get Garcetti confirmed. The Foreign Relations Committee has a somewhat regular practice of a holding over certain nominations for an additional week, so that's possible here as well. It is something that we are going to be watching very closely in the coming days. All right, let's on to the number two story of the morning. Senator Lindsey Graham. He is leading a CODEL through Africa this week that includes Democratic Senators Bob Menendez, Chris Coons, Martin Heinrich, Chris Van Hollen, and Mark Kelly. Menendez, of course, is the chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. This comes as there are a ton of CODELs traveling uh, across the world as both chambers are out of session. According to the the itinerary for this Africa trip that we obtained, Cindy McCain is joining the CODEL. McCain currently serves as U.S. ambassador to the U.N. Food and Agriculture Agencies. She is based in Rome. After leaving the Munich Security Conference this past weekend, the group headed to Zambia and then South Africa. They're also going to be spending a few days in Botswana and Morocco before returning to Washington on Monday. We've got all the details of the trip, what they're doing, where they're headed, uh, including a trip to Victoria Falls in Zambia, one of the world's largest waterfalls. Um so you can check out that. That's one of the number 3 story of the morning. Democrat Jennifer McClellan won the special election to fill the late Rep Representative Donald McKean's seat. In Virginia's fourth, McClellan, who served as a state legislator since 2006, handily defeated Republican Leon Benjamin by more than 40 points in the heavily Democratic Richmond area district. In 2021, McClellan unsuccessfully ran for governor and lost to former Governor Terry McAuliffe in the Democratic primary. Uh, Since uh, McEachin's death in late 2021, McClellan amassed support from many of the Democrats in Virginia's congressional delegation and essentially cleared the field and eased to victory in the late December primary. Also of note here, a big change, Rhode Island Democratic Representative David Cicilline announced Tuesday that he would resign from Congress effective June 1st. He is going to be taking over as the president of the Rhode Island Foundation. Cicilline won Rhode Island's first district seat in 2010 when Democrat Patrick Kennedy left Congress. Uh, Of course, this is kind of interesting here to watch, not only in terms of who's going to try to fill his seat, but also uh, his decision to leave Congress will open up a seat on the House Judiciary Committee, where the Rhode Island Democrat has made a name for himself as a thorn in the side of big tech. Also, there's a larger question here, is what does this pretend for Cicilline's political future? And if he's hanging up his hat forever or just for a while Senator Jack Reed, the Democrat from Rhode Island, is 73 and is up for re-election in 2026. Should Reed decide not to run again, Cicilline would certainly be mentioned as a potential candidate. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please share The Daily Punch. If you enjoy our podcast, it's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.